Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The PGA Tour really needs the weather to turn better at its main event, as weather for the Players' Championship called for a 99% chance of rain today, Friday, after a lot of rain yesterday, and there are expected highs only in the mid-50s on Sunday. So some tough weather at the Players' Championship. And not that any of us really want to remember this, but it was two years ago today, March 11th, that the NBA was the first to suspend its season due to COVID. But if you want some better news, Drive to Survive, the Formula One series, returns today for Season 4 on Netflix. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, March 11th. I made Madcore. We made it to Friday. And baseball is back. Yes, opening day is set for April 7th, a week later than normal, but a 162-game season is scheduled after a new collective bargaining agreement was announced yesterday afternoon after a 99-day lockout. We hinted yesterday on the Buzzcast that a deal was close. And around 3.15 Eastern Time, a new five-year CBA was agreed to, and a lot of things we'll get into right now. Not all the details, but here's where the players got what they wanted. First, younger players will make more money earlier in their career. That's what the players wanted. The minimum salary will jump from around 570000 to 700000 in 2022 and increase every year thereafter. Teams will have more money to spend on players as the luxury tax threshold or the competitive balance tax will go from starting at $210 million in 2021 to $230 million in 2022. It will get as high as $244 million in 2026. So players wanted that. There's a $50 million bonus pool created for top players who aren't yet eligible for salary arbitration. So again, players, younger players, having access to more money. There'll be a lottery system like the NBA added for the top six spots of the draft. You know, that serves as a way to stop teams from losing to gain the number one pick. Players really wanted that type of system. Now, what did the owners want? They wanted an expanded postseason, and they got it. The postseason will expand to 12 Team. So there are some changes. Those are just the high-level changes. Spring training, which is normally six weeks, will be reduced dramatically. Players must report to camp by Sunday. Exhibition games will start on March 17th, regular season, opening day, April 7th. So it's going to be a frenzy out there now. Teams will move quickly to round out their rosters. There are more than, I think, 200 unsigned players. So look for that to happen. So how will this work for a full 162 games? Well, the previously canceled games by Rob Manford, remember he canceled a couple series, those will be made up on off days and with double headers throughout the season. The season will end only three days later than normal. It'll now end on October 5th, but the dates for the World Series remain the same. 
So we knew the players had to make gains, and they did, and they can feel good about it. The owners had to give and to move on some of the key principles and economic areas, but let's face it, owners still have a good deal. So moving out of the lockout, the biggest issue for me is the leadership of MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred. Many have questioned his leadership and his actions during this collective bargaining process and during the lockout. And now that there is a deal in place, does he take a different tact? Does he become a bit more the face of baseball? and not the owners. Most importantly, does he improve his relationship with the players and become a bit less polarizing? It should be noted that a more relaxed and clearly happier Manfred acknowledged yesterday he has not been successful in promoting a good relationship with the players. He said it will begin in small steps. He said the first thing he did after a deal yesterday was to pick up the phone and called MLBPA uh, Executive Director Tony Clark, who of course represents the players, And Manfred said he expressed his desire to work more closely with Clark and improve his relationship with the players. You know, a good column I read this morning that would be a good primer for all of you is Ken Rosenthal's piece in The Athletic. Now, we know there is some history between Rosenthal and Manfred, so take that for what it's worth. But Rosenthal wrote that Rob Manfred needs to be, quote, a better leader, not only in driving new revenue streams for the owners, but also in setting a better tone for his sport, end quote. He said Manfred must establish more sincere connections with players instead of continuing to operate with a cold, bloodless style. So the leadership of Rob Manfred will be a big talking point coming out of the 99-day lockout, but congrats to players and management, and we're certainly pleased not to have this dominate the buzzcast going forward. So let's move on. We have talked about the soccer-specific stadium being built in Nashville, and now it has a name. Nashville SC has secured a naming rights sponsor for its new 30,000-seat stadium. It is with Geotis. Geotis is a French-based global supply chain operator, but the company's North American headquarters is located right outside Nashville in Brentwood, Tennessee. So the stadium will be called Geotis Park. It will open May first. Besides the deal participants, two agencies assisted on the deal. Excel Sports Management represented Nashville SC and Multiplier, a Texas-based agency, worked with Geotis. Another big brand has stepped up to support women's sports. U.S. Bank will become the latest WNBA changemaker, and they'll serve as the WNBA's official bank as part of a new deal. The Minneapolis-based bank will sponsor events such as the WNBA's Commissioner Cup, the All-Star Game, and the Draft. U.S. Bank joins other changemakers, including AT&T, Deloitte, Nike, and Google. Changemakers was launched a couple of years ago. It is the top tier sponsor for the WNBA, but also it also just doesn't touch the WNBA. It also talks about providing more opportunities across women's sports. So U.S. Bank steps up here to support Changemaker. U.S. Bank, of course, has naming rights to the Viking Stadium, but also has numerous uh, sponsorships across sports. So we'll end the buzzcast on a Friday around names. Two big promotions at NASCAR. NASCAR promoted Chief Racing Development Officer Steve O'Donnell, a longtime veteran of NASCAR. He now becomes Chief Operating Officer and Senior Vice President of Strategy and Innovation. Ben Kennedy becomes Senior Vice President of Racing Development and Strategy. So Steve O'Donnell, Ben Kennedy getting big promotions at NASCAR. U.S. Soccer today will honor Don Garber, the MLS commissioner. He will be honored with the Werner 
Fricker Builder Award, and that is given to an individual who has dedicated at least 20 years of service to the sport of soccer. And of course, Garber has done that. He has been MLS commissioner since 1999. He has played a critical part in growing the sport in North America and around the world. So congratulations to MLS commissioner Don Garber for being honored with the Werner Fricker Builder Award. And for all of those on the job hunt and interested in sports betting and like football, well, here's a job for you. The NFL is currently seeking a vice president of sports betting. So your qualifications, you must have an extensive network in the sports betting and gaming industry. Now, right now, NFL Chief Revenue Officer Rini Anderson, who has directed the opening of sports betting as a sponsorship category, has handled most of the responsibilities in this space and this new position will report to Rini Anderson, who's a great individual. So I bet she'd be a great boss. So if you're interested in sports betting and you're interested in gaming and you have that extensive network in those categories, and I'm sure if you like the NFL, this could be the job for you. So that is your morning buzzcast on Friday, March 11th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. Let's pray for some peace. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.